Hi, I'm David Dawson. Hi, I'm Judith Dawson. No relation. And the title of this podcast is More, More Than, Than a, a Song. This is a podcast about ordinary people who make up the church. To find out more or share your story, head to ordinarypodcast.com. mother to four children. I'm married to Neil. We lead Grace Community Church in Rich Hill. Um, just a small gathering of people from all different backgrounds. Um, and within the church, I'm involved in the praise and worship team alongside lots of other wonderful musicians and people. So yeah. Great. I am married to Kate uh, and I work for an insurance company in Crumlin. Um, I am involved in church, uh, Manuel in Lurgan. Um, I sort of help lead the team in Lurgan, uh, lead worship, play a few other instruments from time to time. Um, yeah, I think that's me. Yeah, so whenever I was having a look at some of the topics for this conversation, um, the first question was just asking about our experience with worship and where it stemmed from and where it's going. And it actually brought me right back to childhood. Um, I was blessed to grow up in a Christian home where Salty, the singing songbook, was played regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, alongside Paul Simon, Sting in the Place, a whole range of amazing music mm-hmm. was just constantly like influential in my upbringing. Um, and I think that's where my love of music came from. Um, I suppose worship-wise, as a child, a lot of the worship that I was involved with was um, very much like my way of learning scripture. Um, mm. I have always been rubbish at history and remembering dates and names and things like that. But I know that even, like I still remember to this day, the Gifts of the Spirit song. Yeah. love joy peace patience and the only way i could remember that was through worship and singing and yeah. i think it really like rooted me in god's word and at the beginning i grew up in a baptist church and very much the songs were based around especially the children's songs were based around um verses mm-hmm. and you know so that's where it began and then as a grew in the church um i suppose it was a way of just even feeling part of the church family. So I was brought on board the worship team. And I remember sitting at the piano and I could play about three chords out of the three songs that we were playing. Mm-hmm. And I would have just uh, maybe like played that one song that I knew and then sat and did very little for the next two songs. But even just to be allowed to do that and allowed to be part of that team and encouraged in obviously what other people could see in me and I couldn't see in myself, they were yeah. encouraging me in that. Um, so yeah, that was my upbringing was very much music, um, and around the home there was always worship music playing, um, in church. Yeah, I was involved in the praise team, and I suppose then as life went on, my if we're talking about personal experience of worship, mine definitely started to change as I experienced life, um, mm-hmm. and I suppose as a child. I had a very safe upbringing and then once life shifted to everything not me maybe being so rosy mm. you know um i think i really fell back on worship as in um you know the songs that i learned mm-hmm. previously and 
find I just experienced it in a new way. Um, and I, I remember a specific hard time that I was going through, and there was one song, and it just resonated mm. with where I was, and it was like there was there was nothing else I could. It's like somebody had put into words what I was trying to pray or what I was trying to express to God, yeah. and somebody had done it, and to be able to use that was so special, you know. Um. So yeah, my experience is definitely it started from literally a young toddler, um, and has definitely evolved in my understanding of worship and, um, where I am today mm. is very different from where I was uh, as a child. Yeah, understand. No, it, mine mine's very different actually. Well, sort of. There's bits of it that are different, and you know, I was brought up going to church, like traditional, like yourself. But even, like, I was brought up in a brethren, um brethren church like going to sunday school and going to the meetings in the afternoon and stuff and and obviously like musically it was um it was just congregational singing it wasn't led by a, a piano or an organ or a guitar or anything like that so probably my first my first experience of worshiping god was um like i don't know how to describe it um a lot different to the way I would worship God now, um, yeah. So, yeah. In terms of growing up at at home, like you were saying about growing up with music and stuff on in the home, like, and I was to a certain extent, but it it wasn't it wasn't like worship music. It was more worship worship music as we would say it today, um, like old hymns and stuff, and um, like, yeah, I can't even remember who it was, but. Yeah, like I can even think about remember about uh go you know going to school and singing like things like all things bright and beautiful and stuff like that, um, but yeah no like even though uh like think going to the gospel hall and stuff, I I always remember worshiping like singing out the hymns and there being something about that too like there was something respectful and. There was like a reverence about worshiping God in that in that way and in that setting, but um as I grew up, um started going to SU in school, um and things sort of changed a bit. Um, mindset was changing, starting to sing more modern songs and stuff. Um, I remember, you know, experiencing God in a completely different way than I had, you know, previously as a as a youngster. Um, and really just getting into it more, getting into music more, and sort of finding out more about God as I experienced. Um, yeah, just experienced different ways to worship Him. Um, different settings and different churches and and all that. But, um, yeah. Yeah, when I was thinking of this, I suppose it really made me think, think back to sort of like the real basics of worship and it brought me back in my mind I was just thinking about genesis and mm. creation mm. and like whenever god created the animals created people created light and he was saying it is good it just made me think about how god just delights in how mm. you know the people that he's created the individuals that he's created and in the terms in terms of worship even when he um created man and woman like the the unity between them so just how he must delight whenever people are united in one 
pursuit, you know, in worshipping him. And also just in like the uniqueness of his creation. So every animal is different. And just by the animal doing what God's designed it to do, God's glorified. Mm-hmm. Like he said in the garden, it is good. You know, mm-hmm. when it wasn't that they were doing anything yeah. special, they were literally just being. And I think that it just struck me this afternoon. Like I was just going about my business, doing the dishes. And I was just thinking about that and how sometimes we can complicate it complicate worship and being do you know the music has to be perfect or mm. you know you get yourself like you know what it's like yeah. when you're laden and you're thinking oh i messed that chord up or i haven't mm. got that intro sorted or whatever mm. it is but just to step back and just think god's created us as beings who are made to worship so in whatever form that takes um and for me like he has although i have fought it for many years and i've said I think it's a Northern Irish thing. You put yourself down. Oh, I'm not mm, very good. I'm not yeah, a good yeah. singer. I'm not this. And people are telling you don't believe. But I think it was probably about three years ago. I had a number of people speak of me. You know, God's given you a voice. Mm-hmm. And just being able to accept that and accept the gift that God gave me. It was such a freedom then to be able to say, do you know what? He has. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no longer going to shy away from microphones and yeah. using my voice. Um, Although I still take it and think that I'm not good enough loads of times but even just coming back to that like childlike faith I was chatting with my daughter yesterday yeah she's six and I was talking about she's the kindest girl I know and I tell her this all the time she Mm. genuinely is so Mm. kind like for a six-year-old and I said you know God's made you so kind and then we started chatting about the gifts that he's given to each person in our family and she was saying I said what about Caleb and she says well Caleb's brave and what about Eli? She just thought rage and said, nature. I don't know what nature's meant to mean. But I was just thinking, like, even she's grasped that God's given us all gifts. And Caleb does be brave. And mm. I would just love for him to worship God through <clears throat> that bravery, whatever that means, whether it's traveling or doing whatever, yeah. you know. But I mean, just to think of worship as more than just, mm-hmm. obviously, I love the music side of it. Mm-hmm. But how people, even if they don't have a musical bone in their body, like my wee Jada, dear lover, she can't sing a note. But she still belts out, yeah. you know, and God delights in that. Yeah. And just, yeah. um, just thought it was quite refreshing to think back. Obviously, God put that in my mind for a reason, just back to Genesis and back to creation. And how and just being how he created us to be, mm. we are worshipping, you yeah. know, and by accepting that and, and not pushing it down mm-hmm. and not trying to hinder it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just embracing the gift that he's given to us, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, I was just thinking there, like, I remember always loving to sing, and and obviously now I realise that that was a desire that, you know, God had put mm-hmm. in me, you know, because we're, we're made to worship at the end of the day. So I, was, I remember trying out for the choir when I was in P4, because I thought, oh, I think my mum says I can sing, so I'll try out for the choir, and I remember trying out and I didn't get, I didn't get in. And that that prop that really hit me. I can rem- I can remember that. Like it was P four, I think, and I can remember like, oh, I don't want to sing anymore. Like that's me done. I'm not singing. I'm, I mustn't be able to sing. But as as I got older and got more confident, like you were saying, like it was one of those things where I thought to myself, maybe this is something that I'm made to do. Like we're meant to. Obviously, my understanding of of God evolved as I got older. And um, I just began to worship him more freely, probably coming from 
more traditional background where we were sort of like you know standing up straight and singing singing our hymns when we were younger and there were there were there was a there, I don't know whether it was us ourselves or we were made to think that we 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 can't step out and we can't be free when we worship but uh, as as I got older and 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 started going to a more you know modern style church um I guess my worship sort of changed um but yeah like it's it's funny how you look back and whenever you start you you just seem to be boxed in a bit and now um it's 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 completely different but yeah. But I think like for everybody that looks different because mm-hmm. uh, again I've had these conversations in the past and it all probably does all come down to who God's created you to be because I'm never going to be that person that is like you know even if I was at a concert of the of a famous person I'm not going to be like yeah you know shouting and mm-hmm. like going crazy it's just not me mm-hmm. so in my worship it is quiet mm-hmm. and you know I suppose I use my voice really more in in the creativity of worship do you know harmonies and, and yeah. making it you know that's and that's my way of worshiping it isn't necessarily in the big mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah. um whereas for some people like maybe in a football match they're going crazy but in church at the weekend they're standing with their yeah. arms by their side yeah. and that doesn't make sense to no. me because that's not mm-hmm. do you know if you're if you're going crazy for your favorite fo- football team then why aren't you going crazy mm-hmm. It's a hard, it's a hard thing, isn't it? Like, do you know, but then that's not who that's not yeah. who I am to be going. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. So I think it's even just accepting that that mm. I and like my worship doesn't have to look like yeah. you. It's, yeah. It is it's as you say. It's heart. Like it's what's yeah. going on inside. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's that personal, personal connection with God, and um, I guess probably more recently, I probably got caught up, maybe in the last maybe even 10 years just focusing more on the musical side of things and probably getting my head wrapped around that a bit more and trying to and trying to like sort of focus on that and oh everything has to be perfect and well organized and probably in the last couple of years like god's probably really you know spoke to me about that and you know i've really it's really it always comes back like to it's you know about the heart and 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 why like why we do this like why we worship like why we give up our time to you know um to to worship you know um have practices and worship on a sunday and all this time we give up like sometimes you think back you think to yourself like why do i do this and it all comes down to our heart and um our love for for god and um yeah, that that's been really challenging me, and there's there, there's there's still things that annoy me sometimes musically. You're like, oh, like you were saying, like if you hit a wrong note, and you're like, oh, flip. But really, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. like, does it matter? Mm-hmm. Like God, God doesn't care if we hit a hit a wrong note. Um, yeah, it might distract somebody that's that's worshiping and stuff, but like it's very very minor. Um, yeah, so it's getting the balance, isn't it? Of yeah. being prepared enough that it does give people freedom mm-hmm. because you are i mean you do feel responsibility mm-hmm. and as you say like if you're not prepared and it all goes pear-shaped it is distracting and you know mm-hmm. i think sundays they're so they are so special i find them like totally uh like a refilling you know it's like one of those times that you come just to be recharged mm-hmm. and um 
that time because for me life is busy you know with four kids mm-hmm. and everything else that's going on that's so precious that like one-on-one time with god mm-hmm. obviously i have my times during the week too but even then again to be in a group of people and the unity of that it's so like empowering yeah. really isn't it yeah whenever um everybody's united and like you're in this one yeah yeah the one cause and you know mm-hmm. yeah, there's something special about that touching earlier on freedom in church and worship you know freedom and worship and mm-hmm. how um how sometimes maybe people outside of the church environment seem much more relaxed in being themselves and then showing emotion and um why do you think it is so different in church mm-hmm. you know people come in on a sunday and suddenly they're more reserved yeah or is anything has helped you like what's what's changed think- things with you that's I think for me, like going back to the whole being brought up more traditionally, um, I probably got this stage in in church life where I just, I was like, there must be more to this than like putting my suit on on a Sunday and going and sitting in my pew and singing a hymn and, you know, being told I needed to be saved. You know, I just thought, you know, God, that there must be must be more to this like and that probably made me go searching for god like in, not even in a worship a worshipful way but like even personally my relationship with him i probably didn't have much of a relationship personally with him growing up in that because it did i was it was more a fear thing rather than like a, a lover or a relationship I think you were going in on Sunday then it was just about like respect yeah. so i have to sit here and behave myself exactly and not than... and not let people see me falling asleep yeah <laughs> you know but yeah what was that other wee bit that you said there about culture or culture about... yeah like yeah like coming like speaking from experience like massive football fan like love love united and would shout shout at the tv and go to matches and stuff um but i would still i would still be I'd go in when I'm worshiping God, I suppose, but I do, I do know that there would be people that would feel more comfortable being outgoing in a secular setting, if 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 that's the right way to put it. It's probably down to is there like a bit of is there a bit of embarrassment if if we do worship God or 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 sing sing out? Isn't that funny? Because in like lots of ways, church is a place where I'm most comfortable. Mm. Yeah. You know, and you wonder, is it not like that then? But for for other people, people it might be in. just, oh, I don't want to show that I'm worshiping God here. Like I, I would be embarrassed. I I know, probably, in the early years of of maybe my teenage years, going to a more, um, Pentecostal church and people being more expressive in worship, like I did feel a wee bit, you know, no, I can't let, I can't raise my hands or I can't do this. Like, what will people think? And maybe that's maybe that's your sales. Maybe that's the enemy getting at us. I don't know. Yeah, well, I suppose Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland is generally quite conservative. Reserved. Yeah, because um, I've been to Africa a few times, and I suppose the experience with worship there mm. is vastly different because mm. it's um, the user voices, but the user bodies in worship too. I mean, mm. they're dancing around the church, and mm. you've no choice but to get involved, yeah. <laughs> whether you like yeah. it or not. You know, but it's 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 what's different there. Like it's the same God. 
Yeah. You know. Yeah. I suppose th- partly it is the culture, but yeah. they have so much freedom yeah. in other parts of the world. You mm. know. Probably comes down to a lot their surroundings as well. While we're like, if we are in a more traditional setting, we would be less likely to be as free in worship. But do you think we're sometimes just distracted sometimes by the things that we're trying to, we're trying to create a, a not an experience, but like a atmosphere where there is freedom. Mm. But you think about the African church and the nothing. So we're, we've got freedom. our, you know, our PowerPoint and it goes wrong. Oh no, the slide isn't up. And mm. then suddenly mm-hmm. your freedom goes because you're panicking about mm. whatever's gone wrong. Whereas yeah. maybe the simpler, the better, you know, yeah. I think sometimes we strive to, to make it, you know, accessible to be free, but actually is that hindering? Yeah. When we are trying to create an atmosphere that like promotes freedom, mm. is there sometimes where all that effort is hindering it? You know, because yeah, yeah. it's just losing the simplicity. Yeah. Instead of yeah, letting it flow and letting it happen the way it's supposed to happen, instead of maybe like, we might get focused too much on actually trying to create something rather than just creating a space and letting god do what he wants to do in us i guess but yeah but just just thinking about uh, music and how worship music um there is a certain sound like and i don't know say if 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 you two weren't a band say that say you two never happened i don't know would worship sound different nowadays i think i think worship music has has evolved from you know, more sex the secular side of things. Um so yeah, it's it's trying to we, we don't want to be for me, I don't want the sound to like, you know, the stuff that's that's going on yeah, in the church. But at the same think, time you're gonna be influenced by yeah, what's yeah, around you. Because that's what we listen to and mm-hmm. But I think like if you let the general theme of music that's out there at the minute, it's a lot of it's a lot of me centered. Mm-hmm. I suppose maybe that's always been the case. It's either mm. me or somebody's done something to me that yeah. I should feel sorry for myself. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the gist I get yeah, from a lot is, of yeah. pop songs. Yeah. They've broke my heart, Um, you know. So. That sort of has filtered. I wonder no has that then affected, filtered yeah. into how we think about music and how even people are writing music. Mm. Um, I suppose it's the angle that they're writing it from. Is yeah. it from what's going to make me feel good to get my feelings out and so there's definitely a place for that we're talking about the psalms and how it is just like literally a, a heart pouring out to mm. god and and sometimes a wrestling with god and i definitely think that there's a place for that but there's also the place where we just are to actually forget about ourselves and just yeah. lift god's name up yeah. you know um so i know there would be I have heard grumblings of there being a lot of, and I know the older generation will say like a lot of these, the recent songs, you know, and the newer songs, and they can be a lot about me, about mm. what I can get, about how I'm feeling. Um, do you think the same or? Yeah, I think like, a lot of people can be quick to jump on that. If you actually look back at the older hymns too, they can be quite about me too. Yeah. Um. I think sometimes whenever it's, you know, it's a more modern song, people are quick to quick to jump on it. Um, but if it had a an older style sound to it, they mightn't be as quick to jump on it. But um, yeah, no, there definitely is. 
there definitely is a bit of I suppose um, it's where there's anything wrong with that you know yeah. you look at the sounds and that and that's what mm-hmm. a lot of it was mm-hmm. and like Paul says I write songs I really don't have like three songs that sort of yeah. God give me yeah. at a time in my life and um, there was a lot of questioning in those you know one of them was just even about how we should respond to what's going on in the world you know and it was yeah. it, I suppose it wasn't your typical worship song mm-hmm. per mm-hmm. se but to me it was an act of worship you know because God was giving me this and it was mm-hmm. it was responding to what he was asking me to do yeah, um, yeah. and that's worshiping you know yeah so yeah it's yeah it, i guess whenever i'm i do a wee bit of writing like not very much but I, I sort of feel bad when i'm writing if i'm writing about myself but then i'm like is there really anything wrong with putting in a song you know god why you know why why am i feeling like this or um you know just just being honest like david was in the psalms like he basically there was some of the psalms where he was like complaining to god and being angry at god like you know what's wrong with that being in a song because it's real it's real life it's what people are going through and it's it's some it's it's those songs that actually impact people the most i think because they're so honest because people can relate to going through a tough time mm-hmm. you know instead of it being all you know happy all the time and there is there is there is a place for like focusing on god and it you know being more outward towards him like and it probably should be more that way than than inward but i don't think we should be too hard on ourselves if we are singing you know god come help me you know come be with me draw near to me like i don't think there's anything wrong with it we shouldn't really get caught up in or being too hard on ourselves for that because god knows where we're at and knows what we've been through so he understands that we're going to ask questions and yeah but i think just thinking about the the church at the minute and there's so many different styles um and how like churches um a lot of churches are based around the way the way they worship and um the style that they have and the songs that they sing and um it's hard to know it's hard to know what is what is the right and the wrong way isn't it well i would never attempt to say what's the right and the wrong way yeah i just don't feel like that's my place yeah no, I'm I I feel the same way, because and obviously there is a there is a lot of opinion, especially in this country. You know, not even worship and church ways. It's if it's not that, it's about religion or politics. And I think most people, if there's if there's something to complain about, they'll complain. Um, but for well, surely worship is about about pleasing the heart of God by bringing him joy so mm-hmm. anything that's going to cause division among his people mm-hmm. is not going to bring joy mm-hmm. to God's heart it's yeah. going to grieve him yeah. so I think any of those those grumblings or those comments that are going to cause uh-huh. you know disunity uh-huh. just leaves him yeah. I know you know. I know so yeah if we if we think back to the Old Testament um, I think it's probably probably Gen- Genesis I can't even mind um, but uh, if we think of Cain and Abel and how they fought over the offering that they were given to, to God and which one was better and all that and um, I think Cain actually killed Abel over that and I'm just th- thinking more on a modern day context than that we're still, are, we're still fighting 
not fighting, but we still have an opinion over what way we worship God. And I think it's always going to be, it's always going to be that way because we all have our different beliefs and our different comfort zones and we all worship differently. But I don't think anyone's is, anyone's worship is any better than anyone else's. Um, because at the end of the day, we're not God and we don't, we don't have all the answers. Um, but yeah, I guess as long as we are lifting up, lifting up God and praising Him and putting Him first, I don't think there's any right or wrong way of worshiping. No, sure. Even like like around the world, you know, mm. I think people are much quicker to judge in in lo- local mm-hmm. areas. You know. Maybe the church down the road, they'll comment on them. But if they were to go to somewhere across the world, for some reason, people seem to accept a completely different yeah. form of worship as being totally mm-hmm. okay. You know, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah. How, but with our neighbours, yeah. yeah, you know, say, they'll just say, oh, that's that's our culture. Mm. But they're so quick to judge somebody down the road that worships in a different way than they're used mm-hmm. to worshiping. Mm-hmm. It's just funny how people, yeah. people's minds work. Yeah, no, I was, I was, um, I was thinking about this today, and I was doing a wee bit of, um, a wee bit of, yeah, making a making a few notes, and I was just coming across like I was just going back to the basics of it all, and, um, asking myself the question of what what is worship really, and, um, like the dictionary definition is the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration. Or a deity and like just as we're we're touching on that like there is no right and right and wrong way and um no matter if we are worshiping with no instrument whether we're just standing up and we're in our suit on a sunday and we're singing hymns is no different to being in a 70 piece band you know whether it's rock music or whether it's acoustic music or whether you know what i mean it's it's all it's all the same if it's coming out of a of a heart of worship and like the I think the the he the, the first word in 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 the old testament words words speaking about about worship it actually means to bow down and um i guess like for me that's proclaiming that something's higher and something's greater than you like and i think as long as we are doing that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the how it sounds or no. um you know how it looks do you know the funny thing about that is so when you're thinking about worship it's easy to think that it's all us given to god mm-hmm. but i do find that like recently i had a real struggle and to me it was so real and my mind was consumed and i was thinking all about how am i going to sort this what am i going to do and then a song came into my mind that brought me back to that place of worship and just brought me to, mm-hmm. it just reminded me. So as I was singing, I was so aware that there was a higher being that I was singing to an almighty God. So although it was, it was an act of worship and it was genuine worship to God and I was praising him for it, but it just does something inside you. Mm-hmm. And it just like, it just shifts your perspective from, mm-hmm. um, if you're going through a struggle that, you don't have to have the answers to it you know and even whenever you're questioning god about it that that's still okay but just that posture of coming before him in worship just changes everything yeah like i literally went from high anxiety levels Mm -hmm. to 
well, I'm not saying no anxiety, that's unrealistic, but yes. like a completely yeah. different mindset. Yeah. And yeah. even physically, like I felt different. Mm-hmm. Just it's, because. It's just amazing. Just yeah. by. Like a posture, nearly like a posture yeah. thing, like coming in and going, right, I'm, I'm worshipping here. And or... all it was was opening my mouth and singing a song. Like, and quite often God will do this for me and I know it's different for everybody. And even picking songs, like there's probably, we could probably spend three hours on how you pick songs and the right way to pick songs and what order you pick them in. But to me, I'm a very simple person. Mm-hmm. And God just drops mm-hmm. songs into my mind. And it's usually at the most random times. And it can be a song that maybe is being sung every week. It's really popular. Or it could be one from 50 years ago, you know. Yeah. And I just take that, you know. I I know that maybe there is. Other people might spend hours searching through scriptures or praying mm-hmm. or seeking. But God just gives, just drops them in, you know. And... Mm-hmm just i'd be interested how you like whenever you're coming to like is there yeah no i would be the same like i i hear i hear of people praying about songs for a couple of weeks before they're on and like i don't know whether you would call it lazy or disorganized but i would be completely the opposite to that like i trust i trust that you know yeah it's hard to explain like a lot of the times when we do, do you find yourself like picking songs that at the time when you're picking them, you're just like, oh, we'll just throw that in and because it's in the same key or, oh, it's good or that's. I'll usually have one. So yeah. quite often there'll be like a, a key one and usually it is with what's been going on with me and a song mm. that really has like caught me mm-hmm. or that I can't get out of my head. And I don't mm. know why I can't get out of my head. And I quite often think because I am like not the smartest that God just kind of then. He puts it there and mm. I just think, well, you know what? You're obviously trying to tell me this. Yeah. It must be for somebody or it must be for this week. And then quite often it goes from there. Yeah. So it'll go from that one. It just starts with that. And I suppose it's even a simple act of faith and trust in, and trust in my relationship with God and trust in that. Yeah, that's not my thought, you know, mm. and, and differing between yeah. what God's placed in me and what song I think I sound better singing. Mm. Yes, yes. You know, which can be tempting yeah. sometimes. Oh, too. yeah, definitely. <laughs> No, I would be something similar. It's just going, you maybe get one, as you say, and then you base your set around that. But I guess um, more recently, I, I've probably been more free to go into something that I haven't prepared or... That's where I'd like to get to. Yeah. And I feel like I'm hindered in... I used to be hindered in songs by my vocal range. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had to work on that. Um, it and is try, true, yeah, and try because there was like Tim Hughes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know he's just crazy ranges. So automatically, that was nearly like, oh, I couldn't do that on my mm-hmm. own. I need mm-hmm. a real vocal. But I suppose now it's getting time too. But I would love to be able to have more freedom to be able to just play by ear that I could, mm-hmm. you know, go more easily where where I feel God's leading. So that's something I would really like to work on. Yeah. Um, yeah. At home, I can do it, but I know, I know, no. Um, yeah, it's some. It's it's really nice when when you haven't really put a lot of thought into a set, and on a Sunday, it just it's like it goes so well, and it depends who you're playing with. Who do you find? Yeah, that... yeah, it fits in with the the sermon and stuff. It's always great whenever that happens. You sort of get like a a feeling of like God's God's in on this today, you know. Um, or maybe it's just coincidence, I don't know, but we'll put it down to God anyway. Um but yeah, preparation is I think is 
is good, but not to focus too much on because I think I know even recently, like God, God wants to do stuff in the moment too, and um, it's not necessarily something that we can prepare for. Uh, although, like prep is is great too, but it's not it doesn't always work that way. today it was just like you know what what is actually worship outside of a musical or a church mm-hmm. context um like it's really about our lifestyle and how we how we live and how we conduct ourselves in in general living and how we speak to our um our colleagues and how we conduct ourselves in in the home and and stuff like that like that's that's probably more important than the whole the whole worship music type of you know side of things and you know in a band situation or anything like that and yeah um there's just there's a verse that i really love at the minute um in romans i'll just get it here and find it um i was doing a wee devotional on 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 worship on the bible app and um it was talking about this sort of thing and it's romans 12 verse 1 uh, therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God this is your true and proper worship and that is like that really sets the cat among the pig- pigeons as the saying is like that is that's it in a nutshell like it's not about how we are on stage it's about our whole lives and how we offer our lives to God um as a living sacrifice and how we conduct ourselves in in every every way um is more important than than anything else like musically or whether we know the guitar really well or whether we can sing really well because God's more interested in that than yeah I suppose like coming back to the Genesis thing where God created us yeah and just by us being who he intended us to be mm-hmm. and living lives like he intended mm-hmm. us to live that just is so pleasing to him yeah, and he'll good. look at us and he'll say it's good you know mm. and I suppose another verse chal- that challenges it when we look at um, our view of worship and quite often we can box it into music and singing mm-hmm. and we'll look at religion and like God's so clear in, his, in what his idea of pure religion is looking after widows looking after orphans looking after the vulnerable and yeah. it is it is the nitty gritty it is getting your hands dirty and I suppose it's it's the difference between standing up on Sunday and putting on a show mm-hmm. and actually living it, as you said, from yeah. Monday to Saturday. Yeah. And I suppose that's why I was saying earlier, on Sunday I really find it like refreshing. It's like a time to come together, to be renewed. And that's to get that's to prepare you for mm-hmm. the week ahead because mm-hmm. that's when the hard work mm-hmm. starts, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like yeah. On a Monday and yeah. how you live your life. That's yeah. That's what matters. Yeah. That, you know, God's seeing. He's not just seeing the times on the stage on Sunday. Seeing so every good. minute. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. I've always thought of it as like it's your, it's your private cry becoming public. Nearly your worship. Like it's it's what's going, but it's what what's going on behind closed doors. It's always an overflow, becoming, isn't it? Yeah, it's an overflow of what's going on in your life behind yeah. closed doors, and it it really shows sometimes. Like I even know myself. Like personally, if I'm not spending time with Jesus, like personally. 
um quiet time i can really notice in my worship like um there's not as much to give and like if we're up there leading and we're leading a congregation like if we if we don't have much to give then it's it's hard to like really influence other people in worship too um so yeah it's it's really challenging like it's about it's about our relationship with him and and, and our walk like every day uh it's just funny there the next the next verse on from that do not conform to the pattern of this world um, but be transformed by the renewing of of your mind, um, and I'm I'm just thinking I don't don't know whether it makes sense or not, but just going back to the the whole music side of things, like we do, we do listen to lots of worship and we do basically copy it a lot of the time. Like, is that is that okay? Is it not okay? Like, are we conforming to? I don't really know how to explain that, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it's bad. I think there's there's people that have been blessed and gifted to write songs for the church, and there's like there's no problem with you know singing people's people's songs. But I guess a challenge for me is: does God want us to be singing more of our own stuff, like what's going on in our own lives? Because I know. I know those songs that those guys have written have all probably come from personal experiences. And although we'll probably go through some similar things in life, there's probably things, you know, God wants to hear, hear us, you know, at our depth or at our, at our deepest than what we're going through probably. Um, more so. It's a lot more vulnerable, isn't it? Whenever you're sharing. Yeah. Whenever you're singing about your own, even though probably, as you say, you could sing lyrics of another person's song that is, mirror and what yeah. you're going through but whenever it's something you've penned it's a lot more yeah yeah it's kind of... a lot more a lot more personal like even the a few of the guys in church wrote it wrote a song um recently there and we sang it on sunday and like because it's because it's personal to me like it's just there's it just it's just it's a deeper it's um it just goes to a deeper place, and I guess you can nearly experience experience yeah experience God in a in a different way because it's it's coming out of that place of I've actually walked through that and I've been through that and now I've got to the stage now where I can actually use it to glorify God mm-hmm. in a way if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think there's a way? No, sometimes there's a lot of songs and it talks about struggles and it talks about how God's our comfort. But is there any way that we could bring? Like the fruits of the spirit include joy. Mm-hmm. Do you think that sometimes we maybe miss bring joy in worship? Big time. Big time. I know. I know. At the minute, that's probably like as a worship team, just being honest, like where we're struggling at the minute. I think, um, probably musically, it's easier to do a slower song, and most of the slower songs are more personal and they have less yeah. like of a joyful feeling about it and it used to it used to be where you go into church and the first song was a real like mm-hmm. like i call them pumpers like a real like you know uplifting song that gets you into that gets you into that place of worship and um, you know like entering his court with with praise you know yeah. and thanksgiving and at the minute um i think we it would be good to get back to that because yeah. we're sort of and it can be and you can feel a bit um hindered because i know like David, for example, in our church family, mm-hmm. he always brings like 
full yeah. on. Yeah. You know, it's enthusiasm. It's everybody's on their feet, and it's joy. It is joyful. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose then I do find if you've just one vocal and keys, mm. it can be more difficult to get that. Mm. But I don't think that should be a reason to not like that. As I say, that's one of the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And if we're filled with God and filled with His spirit, then joy should be part mm. of. Big time. Uh, of course, not in every season, or yeah. you know. But I just think that would be something that I would like in our church family too, to maybe just bring a bit more of. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry to do a Christmas, isn't it? But <laughs> it's yeah. I think it it does the reason why we don't maybe choose songs or write songs that are more joyful is maybe down to like we don't have the instruments in church to do that. Maybe we don't have access to a drummer or an electric guitarist and all that stuff. But as you say, it shouldn't hinder us. The or do you think? Do you think sometimes in songwriting we're quite often the times that we're um, mm. drawn to our knees or drawn closest to God is a hard time. Yeah. So we're drifting along. That's it. The joyful times. Sometimes it's easy to just take it for granted and yeah. you're not maybe going to sit down and yeah. write something yeah. down, like lyrics down or think of a tune mm-hmm. in that joyful time. Mm. You're more likely to think of it when yes, you're on your knees exactly. and you're desperate and there's literally nothing else but to cry out. You know? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Like we probably don't write enough songs and on top of the mountain so to speak we're more mm. like we're, we're more prone to writing songs as you say when we're on our knees and crying out to god and in that that desert place like aren't we but yeah it's that's a, that's a real challenge actually just to take time to write when life is good yeah. and things are going our way because a lot a lot of the time things do go our way and like we are blessed mm-hmm. so why why does that stop us from writing and not and singing songs and and yeah good point is there anything for your like church family you sort of touched on that about um where you would like to see it go you said a bit about like bringing some of the more joyful songs in is there any other dreams you have for it or um yeah probably for me and my my prayer for like worship in in church um is to go is for the to go deeper than than just singing you know, sometimes we sing, we sing about stuff and we're just singing it because we're, everyone else is singing around us and we're not actually taking it in and we're not putting it into, into action. Like, I, I love, I love that song, God of Justice, that, that, um, I think it was Tim Hughes wrote, like, a, a long time ago now and there, there's a lot, there's a lovely line in it where it says, keep us from just singing, move us into action. And that that's always been a line that's challenged me. Like obviously that song's about justice, you know, standing up for justice and stuff and we do sing about that, but we don't actually do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And um just even even thinking on Sunday where we're singing um the, the song that the guys wrote and um it's about, you know, praising and praising God in the valley and you know, some people some people aren't even in the valley that that you know there's maybe some people singing that on Sunday and they haven't maybe never experienced a valley or they've never been in a valley or you know they're not in a valley at the minute but it's nearly like promising to God that you know I'm going to praise you in the valley um and it's it's putting those like what we're singing the God into action sometimes because sometimes we can sing at the God and then it comes to Monday and we're not 
we're not doing it. We're just doing it because it's easy to do it. There's a there's a tune in the background and we're singing along to it and it's an easy thing to do. Yeah, so that just yeah, just so that when the church is is worshiping, that it'll go deeper than than just singing. Um, that worship will move off the page. Like it won't just be singing, just because it's up on the projector. Like that we're actually crying out our own songs to God and um, like worshiping from from the depths of of our being more so than just reading off the page, I guess. Um, yeah, just that, just that, that worship will become more of a personal experience rather than, like, it's great to worship together, and that's the reason why we have church to be together as a body and worship God as one. But that, yeah, my heart is is that it would become more of a personal thing to people, I guess. Um, yeah, that just like you were saying, like, it's the it's the first day of the week, Sunday, and we, you know. It's a really important day because it sets the tone for the rest of the week. Just, yeah, that um, that our encounter with him will flow in their weeks, I guess. So we just talked about a lifestyle of worship, about um, creativity and worship. I wouldn't mm. say I'm an overly creative person, but I'd be interested to see how that looks. Yeah. How people can worship in more creative and different ways mm-hmm. than what I'm used to seeing or doing. Um, about talent and how we nurture talent that we see. And yep. even thinking back to my experience and how somebody saw something in me at one stage and, and gave me the opportunity to grow in that and grow in confidence. And then the final one um is like reaching out. So how does our worship within church how can we use that as an influencer and even thinking about how we're we talked earlier about we're influenced by the culture around us but mm-hmm. how is there any way that we could actually bring church outside the four walls and make it influence our community mm. um, and i even think of like our the talents that we have within our church and how we could use it at christmas time or easter time or bring it on the streets and bring joy and bring yep. um like bring the gifts that God's given to us mm-hmm. and just see what that does because we know ourselves, like I know the difference that worship makes with me and how mm-hmm. um, I just think surely people around, even if they haven't experienced God before, like you were saying, something happened with you in yeah. worship and you experienced God in a different way. So why could we not believe that that could happen in the streets mm-hmm. rather than in the church building? So I suppose we're just been thinking around that mm-hmm. and I'd like to see head in that direction or yeah. something like dream yeah. big that would be going that way mm. no it's good like there's a few a few guys um a few of my friends we, we we started um doing like worship rooms um around craig avon and we just yeah we got a bit of a vision just like we are not we're not like we're limited to church all the time but we're in church a lot and um we do worship and we do pray for certain areas while we're in church, but we just thought there, there would be there'd be something powerful about actually, instead of praying for a place, actually being there, mm-hmm. at that time worshiping and praying for it. And I guess like obviously, with our with our church, our our vision is um, have I ever got this? Uh, rewriting the story of the city, Ireland, and the nations, and we just felt like that was something that we could contribute to that, like moving about, like we haven't, we haven't 
on many different venues and stuff, but we've moved about Craigavon and had just like basically two or three hours of worship where it's it's just crying out to God and praying for that area and praying for Ireland and like they've been really great. Um, you, you know, you were talking about getting out on and on the streets and stuff, um, and worshiping and that that's great. Like I would love to do that. It's just getting the opportunity to do that and and actually actually doing it probably is the is the hardest thing, but. I guess that that was our alternative to that, you know, to hire a wee place out, hire a community, um, center out, and just invite people to come and worship. And we just found like there was something in that. There was something. I would love to do it more, but it's just getting the time outside of out of church to do that, um, just to influence a generation that it it's not just, we we, it's not just church. We can do this. We we can worship, um, outside of that in in different places um it's just exciting to see where where that goes and what god does with that i guess um and again that could bring so much unity too mm -hmm. with other because it's not exclusive to yes. your church yeah yeah that i mean it's open for anybody yeah uh, it's bringing them. it's bringing it's bringing people with all types of different backgrounds um you know traditional settings more modern um like pentecostals coming like you're getting everybody in and it's great just to even you know see people worship in different ways and all just like the stuff we're talking about um because i guess sometimes when you're 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 in a building it's all sort of the one style nearly so it's good that, that we can bring everybody together and i guess that's one of the reasons why we're doing it but um yeah you were touching on like nurturing talent and, mm. and all that stuff and um, that's something that um that's probably um there's another guy who helps um lead the team with me and 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 lurgan and he's really focusing on the on the youth and i think that's something that um if, if i look back i was probably well looked after like um champion so to speak in in worship and really encouraged whenever i was at lurgan elam by, by my youth pastor and he really got me, he got me going and gave me confidence to, um, to worship and you know learn learn guitar and sing and stuff and I just think, um, we need to do that better, uh, and we forget that it's the next generation coming up and mm -hmm. if we don't give them our time, and encouraging them, you know, in in twenty thirty years time we mightn't have a lot of people, leading the next generation in worship, um. So that is something that has been challenging me and it really takes a lot of disciple discipling people and giving up our time for other people and it's so hard, like I'm it's challenging me at the minute, like I don't give up enough time to feed into people. Um like people fed into me whenever I was younger. Yeah, I agree. I think it's hard. It's a hard thing to do and I was so blessed to be encouraged but sometimes it is easier just you'll do it yourself mm -hmm. and really we should be looking at the next generation coming and mm -hmm. prioritizing that a bit better we definitely need to yeah. look at that as well is there oh. any advice you'd give to other worship teams members leaders um yeah like without sounding too holy because i'm not <laughs> you know all the time obviously where none of us are perfect but um if it was to give anybody advice, like, 
anyone involved in, in worship or leading a team probably to prioritize presence, prioritize Jesus, like in our quiet times, like really in the quiet place, like really get close to God and um what what does he actually want as 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 a worship team? Like what does he want us to be doing? Just that that sort of thing, just prioritizing Jesus and getting into his presence and and worshiping him personally mm-hmm. um i think also a big thing a big importance which i don't do well enough as well i'm like speaking to myself as well is like putting an emphasis on community within your team like really team is so important and like even being involved in sports teams growing up like it's not all it's not always the most talented group of people that win things like it's it's the it's the teams that like are tightly knitted together and yeah there's like a sense of team spirit like I've been involved in teams that have that have not necessarily been the most talented but just had so much team spirit and connection and like nearly like a brotherhood type thing that just was able to be successful not that it's it's about being successful but i just think there's something about team and the importance of being in community um together um yeah i would definitely put an emphasis on that and yeah it's so hard for that because we're so we live busy lives and it's given up another another time in the month or like a day of the week just to really be together as a team and worship together and um do life together and seek God together and read the Bible together and stuff so that's just something that's challenging me more so at the minute just as as we even journey in, in our new plant in Portadown, Emmanuel Portadown just seeing the worship team grow there and really prioritising time together and meeting even if it's just once a month but really just make sure that we're meeting once a month because I know sometimes if, if it doesn't suit some people then you can nearly put it off and it could, it could be three months before Uh, is we need to think about the people as well when we're leading worship I think sometimes we get focused on ourselves and the songs that we want to sing and also the keys like we were talking the other day and we're having a bit of conversation on like do we really pick the right keys for people because like most, most people that lead worship can sing a wee bit and you know they might be able to play a song in A, but if they sang at a congregation, it might be too high or too low. And it, it's one of those things, obviously girls and boys are different. And just having, just being conscious about that, that the, the especially if we're singing a song that, um, that someone else has written and they've maybe recorded in a studio and they're able to sing it in a really high key and, we just need to be conscious of that. Like it is a it, worship is and leading worship is a washing of the people's feet ministry, I think. And it is about the people and we need to number one, focus on Jesus. Number two, think about the people that we're leading Um, getting to know the people that we're leading as well is really, is, is really important and a real challenge to me because I'm not really like a very social talky person, but I think whenever you get to know somebody and you're up there leading worship it 
it helps them. It, it it helps them get into that place easier if they know you. I think if that makes any sense. Um, and it it helps that you know nearly like soothe them and make them feel safer and if they know you. So that's a real challenge. Um, yeah, and just like touching on 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 the youth again, just like really feeding into the next generation is so important because we don't want uh, we want the next generation to be better than than us and to um conduct themselves better and be better musically and you know be closer to god you know and um yeah that's i think you've covered everything (laughs) do you think yeah i think so like the only thing i maybe say from a practical note is when you come together like on a sunday morning as a worship team i think just be like real with each other and if you've had a rough week or if you're just not feeling it Mm. just before trying to because we have had times where we've tried to struggle through and it just is like practice is just disaster mm-hmm. and even though technically there's nothing wrong it should be going okay I suppose it's just even being having the relationship with each other you can just say hold on a minute can we just stop like yeah. can you just pray for me or can we pray together or you know not being afraid to do that instead of trying to just put on a front mm-hmm. or get through a performance you know that it's um but it's so much more than that. And just even by that and being real with each other, I think that then translates to the people mm-hmm. that are there, you know, that yeah. that openness and yeah. honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Just like being you and being who God's created you to be. Yeah. Good. Yeah, there's just a wee, uh, like a verse that's been challenging me at the minute. Um, John 4, just to touch on, uh, I was just sharing it with the team uh, last week and, but they are, it's John 4, verse 23, but the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And um, that might sound like, I was I was actually looking into what this actually meant because it's sort of sometimes when it's, it's in that sort of language you don't really know. But basically what I took out, out from it is worshipping with all with all of all of us like worshiping with all of our heart rather than you know um you know like sometimes when i'm i'm worshiping i'm not giving it everything you know i'm not giving it all my heart i'm maybe maybe singing the lyrics and i'm not actually meaning what i'm singing and i guess you can bring that round to the whole lifestyle thing again just like spirit and spirit and truth um just with our whole with our whole lives and how we um live our lives and uh, like yeah like worship is a lifestyle it's not just a thing that we can turn on and off um like it should always be on um and that's that's just challenging me at the minute um just to like do it every day and yeah just in in, in the way we conduct ourselves Give up, he's lost the will.